Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. We appreciate you guys joining us today. Already roasting big country in the chat. Love to see that one. Oh, I mean, it just never stops. It's just a great day to be a big country. What was that? Great day to be a big country. A little uh, tongue twister there, I guess. <laughs> I couldn't quite understand it all. Yeah, I didn't either. Good I was just going to hope that dinner. it came out right and we could just move on from it. But here we go. What a start. I, I, I'm just I'm too excited about the cartoons and cereal tomorrow. So it's sometimes like I can't if, talk. If you and I talk at the same time, I don't hear you. Or if I'm like reading the chat and you say something, I'll be like, wait, what was that? So that wasn't even me trying to like call you out on a tongue twister. That was legit. Like I didn't understand the words that came out of your mouth. I, uh, I really didn't either. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it wasn't just me. That's how the show goes. Happy Friday to everyone listening. We're going to get into some of this NFL news. We're going to get into some Jackie Robinson Day and also a little new thing that we're going to try. Um, called Five for Friday, where we power rank different items. And with this weekend being Easter weekend, we're going to talk about some Easter candy. Uh, first up, though, today is a very, very important day. Big country, do you know what happened on this day in history? Uh, on this day in history, yeah, it was uh, Jackie Robinson Day. And? Broke the color barrier. It was the first black person to play baseball in the major oh. leagues. And? There's another one. Jesus died. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't read that book. Uh, okay. <laughs> then I guess I don't know. Titanic sank also. No joke. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. 110 years ago, the Titanic sank. Today's also tax day. Hope you guys got those done. Uh-huh. Yeah. April 15th, tax day. Everybody knows that one. However, I do believe, check on this one. I'm not an attorney or a... Accountant either. <laughs> uh, I think you have until April 18th. I think if it falls on like this Friday, like a Friday or the weekend, they give you until Monday. Mm, that's good to know. I think. Or you can just file for an extension. You'll be fine. You have until like October. But today, a uh, very cool day. Jackie Robinson Day. You and I will be in Kansas City later today mm-hmm. to watch the Royals. This is one of my favorite days of the year is Jackie Robinson Day. Yeah. I, this is my fourth Jackie Robinson Day baseball game that I've been to now. Oh, really? That's awesome. Like I, I, I really enjoy it. I, I do. Watching everybody wear the number 42 is fantastic to me. The Royals always do like a giveaway. And you know, like I think tonight's like Jackie Robinson sweaters. I think everybody gets like a sweater with a 42 on it. First 10,000 in, which is everybody at Kauffman Stadium. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> Last night, the uh, attendance was like 9,182. I saw someone tweet yesterday. Really? So, like, that's the reason why I know the number off the top of my head. I saw it, too. I was like, man, that's not very many people. No. If that's the case not. today, let's freaking go. It bro. holds about 30,000 people. I even saw – I saw some pictures last night, them tweeting out, and like, beautiful day at the K or something like that. The entire top row, top section, empty. Empty. No one was there, which is good news for us. We will be there later today. Uh, let's do talk about some football that is going on. Yesterday, uh, midday – the, the Cardinals and the Kyler Murray situation kind of started to heat up again. And, and apparently the Cardinals have not offered Kyler Murray a contract. And his agent has removed the initial contract. He's taken it off of the table. And I tweeted it out, and I think some people maybe got a little bit confused by what I meant. I tweeted out a picture of Kyler Murray in an A's uniform and said, like, this is going to happen relatively mm-hmm. soon. I didn't mean he's going to go play baseball. I don't think that he's going to give up on the NFL and just be like, oh, I'm an Oakland A now. But I wouldn't be surprised if he uses this as a negotiating tactic, just like taking all of his shit off Instagram. I don't know that it really means anything or does anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe this offseason we see Kyler Murray maybe taking some BP with the A's or maybe just hanging out around a, a baseball facility over these next couple weeks to where he says, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's not that hot of a take. He's done it before. 
Oh, yeah. And I mean, I mean, he was drafted in the major leagues. We definitely know that. My question here, though, is like if you're an agent and you take the contract like off the table, like how do you go about it? Like, Do you have to walk in the building and be like, all right, here's our offer. I'm taking this back. Yeah. Like, F you, Steve Kime. You're going to have to offer us. And you know, is it one of those deals, or is it just like you just send like a another like six paragraph? I think type you have thing, to physically show over. up. Yeah, and you have to go through the papers on his desk and be like, "I'm taking this back. This is mine now." And then you tear it up in front of him. What was it that he sent the big long one <laughs> saying why they deserved a big contract like right. a memo? Uh-huh. Do you send one of those again saying actually we're taking our contract offer back? You take you have to scan it, fax it over, but you write void over the top of it. Ah, and then you send it to him, and they're like, "Shit, is this for direct deposit, or if we don't deposit, we do pay him or no? No, pay him. But pay him more. No, don't pay him. They don't know what's going on." In We're state. trying to trick you to where we said we don't want to be paid, so you pay us more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not interested. That's now a weird negotiation tactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you have three other couples looking at this house. We're not really in love with it, though. Why are you not? Why are you not in love with this house? What's wrong with this house? This house has everything Which, you ever want. By the way, I'm not in the market to buy a house. That's a terrible idea in this market. If you like a house, you need to jump on it. Don't play any bullshit games. They are selling so fast. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's funny seeing like realtors on TikTok make jokes about like what the housing market was like six years ago to what it is now. It's like mm-hmm. you already have 300 offers on the house. Right. It, you put it up like two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. They're asking for, they're, they're willing to pay $40,000 over asking price. Okay. It, that really is insane. To sell too. a house right now would be incredible. It's what I should have done. You guys are like, oh, don't buy a house. Don't. I should have bought a house. I should have bought a house. I could have sold it. been making a ton of money. Uh-huh. And then go right back to living in an apartment. Right. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen. I didn't have enough to buy a house initially when I moved here <laughs> anyway. So. Right. I was gonna, I mean, now I'm I, fake mad. Like, I wasn't going to air out your laundry. but Call me Kyler Murray. I'm fake mad. <laughs> right. Uh, it is. It's a weird time to buy houses or be a quarterback in the NFL because I do fully expect some more drama, some more tactics from Kyler Murray in his camp. And we'll see what happens. And I don't even really know why he's in such a rush to sign this contract. I, I mean, if I'm his agent and I bet on this dude and I believe in him, let Lamar Jackson sign a contract first. And then get more money. Yeah, but you're not better than Lamar Jackson. That's the you thing. might get paid more than him, though. It's not about if being you better. are Kyler Murray. How many more tactics do you have? Does, does like, he have? We a still Facebook? haven't heard from his dad. There you, you go. Say Facebook. Yeah, he could delete his Facebook page. Um, mm. You bring out the dad. That's the big guns. That's now you know it's serious. Daddy's here. Yeah. Daddy's home. You're gonna mess three. with my son. You're gonna mess with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to talk my to dad's him. dad's bigger than your dad. Talk to me first. My dad could kick your ass, sign that contract. And then the Cardinals are like, we don't even really know who our dad is because there's like five of us. So, yeah, he could probably kick his ass. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what his next tactic is. Uh, I, if I remember right, he did say like he wasn't going to play without a new contract. This season? Is that right? Did I make that up? I mean, I, I wouldn't believe it, it. I don't know. We've had a lot of conversations about this. I've done stuff like that before. What's Sometimes be I hear things I'm not supposed to say. I mean, then I'm that's like, kind of where hey, I was I just like, that? <laughs> that's where I was like, oh, I don't know. We've had a lot of conversations. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that one's not out there. Maybe mm. I think I might have messed up there. The more you that's know, okay. I guess. That's okay. <laughs> it's probably not a big deal. Uh, You're no longer getting any more information. <laughs> like that. That was it. Nobody right. tells me shit. You anymore. let the last two slip. I was like, God damn. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he plays. He <laughs> might. He might not. Uh, there's also other news in the NFL, though. Uh, the Tom Brady thing. Uh, the the touchdown ball. This was one that I was really interested in because this touchdown ball, last touchdown thrown by Tom Brady. Or at least so we thought. Sold for like, wasn't it like $500,000? Yeah. A stupid amount of money. And then, I mean, almost as soon as it sells, I feel like it was a couple days later, Tom Brady's like, no, I'm coming out of retirement. I think it was literally the next day. Yeah. It was like, I'm coming back. (laughs) Football sells, then Tom Brady comes back. I felt really bad for the guy that bought it Mm -hmm. and wondered what would happen with it. Uh, They did reach a deal where they just, they voided the sale so i i guess the original guy gets to keep the football which is still cool that you have a touchdown thrown by tom brady yeah but 
clearly that football is not worth $500,000 anymore. Now, if something happens and he just like isn't able to play this season, right back on the market. Now it's even yeah. more. Price goes up. It's like a house. Yeah. Now it's seven hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it already sold for five. <laughs> right, you can barely buy like a three bed, two bath house for that amount amount of money. In for some what, areas, five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like in our area, pretty cheap. Cost of living, not bad. In Kansas City, you can't buy a house that cheap. Again, back to Jesus. realty with uh, Mellow and Big Country, which clearly houses are selling about. for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in Kansas City. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, clear. Yeah, seven hundred three bedroom 000. house. Yeah, <laughs> just like a, a pretty nice house. Does each room have its own house inside the house? Mm-hmm. No, nope, it's just like it's a house. It's it's not super special. Probably don't have a lot of land. You better get comfortable in this apartment, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. this room is locked in. Um, unless you can find one of those Tom Brady touchdown balls, then you sell that mofo, yeah. and you go in with somebody on a house. You probably can't buy one yeah. on your own, <laughs> but you can you can put what a nice they, deposit. What are those TikTokers that live in the hype house? We'll just do one of those. That I don't know. We'll call it the Pod now. House. Do all the podcasts. Call it the what? Pod. Pod. I think said Pot. Nope. Pot House. Like that we... could possibly partake in the house, depending <laughs> on what state we're in. I don't do that. I stay away from the devil's lettuce. Me too. Same. Unless you got some on you. You gotta tell me if you're a cop. I'm over here winking like people can see me. <laughs> <laughs> right, or like you have to hide it. Uh, but how about this one too? Sammy Watkins to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, career year for Sammy Watkins. You know, three years in a row we've been saying it. Four. Yeah. I loved it last year when Ravens fans were so excited. I know. I, he's going to come in here for him. <laughs> and he's going to make a difference. This is going to be the year he's healthy. And I told him, I was like, you're going to get a good one to two weeks with Sammy Watkins, and he's going to go down with an injury, and that's going to be it. First week or two, my buddy's like, hey, man, Sammy Watkins, look at this, dude. It's working out just like I said. I said, talk to me in a couple weeks. A couple weeks goes by. Sammy Watkins is down. Never heard from my friend the rest of the year about the right. Ravens. And I feel like that's Packers fans this morning. Like, oh, okay, Sammy Watkins coming in, going to be a solid receiver. Yeah. So many games he plays. I love it. I saw someone yesterday who was like, oh, the Packers just lost Devontae Adams to a trade to the Raiders. They lost MVS in free agency. And they bring in Sammy Watkins, almost acting like everything's fine. It's like we have the lizard. We have a guy who thinks he's from another planet on our team Is, as a Packer. What? Yeah, that was an article of Sammy Watkins. Oh, my. I knew I didn't he thought like he was him. like an alien from somewhere else. Oh, yeah, from like two years ago. Like yeah, after Tyler the Dunn, I think, wrote the article. Yeah. And he was talking about like retiring and things like that. Yeah, and the Chiefs were like, we're done. Yeah, here we are like two or three years later, and he's still trying to make it in the NFL. It is going to be interesting, though, like on a serious note, to see what he can do in Green Bay as a receiver if he can stay healthy. It is going to be tough. Like that weather's going to be an impact. You already have hamstring injuries, and now you're going to have to sit here and deal with trying to get warm, and then you know you don't want to get too warm over there, and your, your hamstrings hurt, you're tightened. But he has – a good quarterback. I mean, you're going to go from Patrick Mahomes to uh, you know a gap there with Lamar Jackson, where everyone was banged up, so we don't get to really see how that relationship or that duo would do. But now you get Aaron Rodgers, who can put the ball in the money, no matter where you're at or what you're doing or what he's doing. So I think it will be interesting, but I also don't think the Green Bay Packers are just happy with having Sammy Watkins as their primary receiver heading into this next season. I think if you manage your expectations with Sammy Watkins. It's a good signing. Like to bring in a veteran receiver, assuming you're going to draft at least one yeah, receiver. I mean, if you can go into it like what the Rams did. Like that was a one year with the Rams where like there weren't any high expectations or like tons of excitement. It was just like, okay, Sammy Watkins is here. And mm-hmm. the dude just ate. Like he had a great season. I shouldn't say great. He had a, good, he had a really good season. And at this point in his Rams. career, he's, he's maybe a wide receiver too. Yeah, I mean, he's 28 Maybe. years old. He feels a lot older than that. He feels at least 32. Yeah. But he's, he's not. getting paid, though. Good for him. Yeah, gets another contract. Um, also, a guy getting another contract. Excuse me. Uh, Stephon Gilmore signs with the Colts this morning. Um, a lot of people didn't know it, but I, I had it first. I broke this news. This was me. You did, actually. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Big news breaker. Um, actually, what I love to do. And this is some, This is another one of those things that I like to tweet, but I forget to do it often. I love it when people think that they're breaking news that Adam Schefter, Tom Pelissaro, Ian Rappaport have already put out there. This was another one. And so this is me, once again, 
mocking people on Twitter. Yeah, we saw it already. We don't need you to tweet the exact same thing that Adam Schefter already did. We have his tweet notifications on, people. We know it. And even if you're like six million of us follow Adam Schefter, (laughs) we don't need you with your 1,000 followers coming in and being like, hey, by the way, Stephon Gilmore signed. Yeah, Mm. we fucking know about it. The the best part is though is like even if they see your tweet first and like what Stephon Gilmore signed, they're gonna go then to Adam Schefter's mm-hmm. Twitter to confirm it. Like or, wait, did Schefter tweet this? Did Tom tweet this? Right. Did Ian tweet it? Or you you have if you're a big NFL fan, you probably have somebody tweet notifications on. Yeah. Like for me, I have on Schefter's, I have on uh, Tom Pelissaro's. One thing that I do hate about the tweet notifications though is that they don't just show up on my on my normal feed anymore. Like, I have to specifically click on the notification to go look at it. Like, it doesn't just pop up on my feed. Like, I would like the notification to just show up at the top when I hop on my Twitter. Be like, okay, these are the tweets you have notified. Boom, here they are. Instead of having to go on to my notifications computer? on my phone. Your laptop? Oh. On my phone. I don't really look at Twitter on my computer. I just don't – I still haven't got used to the setup of it. I don't know. It's just more fun to flick with my thumb. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just use my thumb to scroll and flick up on the screen yeah. instead of, you know, my middle and ring finger on my laptop. Just Oh, I'm a two-finger kind of guy. Two-finger scroll on the laptop. You, you just got to make sure you're at the right spot, though. And if you're not, well, then it's just it's kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, like, you don't want to be too here? aggressive with it either. It's delicate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you. Just a nice, gentle. Heavy thumbs over there. But that is uh, another thing that um, even last night. Um, the NFL released the 21 prospects that would be going to the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. I see, I see the same picture four different times. So even I tweeted it out. The same picture you've seen from much bigger accounts, but this time it's from me. I just, I don't know what the end game is for some of these Twitter accounts. Are they getting followers? Like, is that it? Like, oh, they see that this person tweeted it, so like, oh, I better go follow them. Because I laugh at it every time I see it. Even this morning, uh, when Stephon Gilmore signed, I immediately, I'm like, I'm rushing to try to get this information out and this content. And then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, okay, there's another person that's tweeted what they saw from Adam Schefter. There's another person that's tweeted from what they saw. So I just don't get it. Why are you trying, why are you putting that information out there? I don't see that and I'm really glad I don't. Because I, I don't know, I'm assuming you probably have a list of three or four people in your head that do this. Yes. And I'm just glad I don't see him. You're one of them. I'm definitely not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but you know what? Also, Because people... I hate when I see people do that too. So it's like I'm not going to be that type of person. A couple of my favorite people on Twitter. Vague person that thinks they're breaking news when really they're just putting bullshit out there. <laughs> so I make fun of it. I do that. Person that thinks they're breaking news when we've already seen Adam Schefter do it. I hate I, – I mock those people as well. I don't know what – again, what is the end game? Are you trying to pick up followers? Are you trying to pretend like you have sources or anything like that? I don't get it. I don't know. But um, the 21 players that are going to be attending the draft uh, next week, we have one week until the draft, I, I like to look at this list. I think it's pretty interesting to see. Uh, I know uh, one Mike Florio had some interesting takes on it and said prospects shouldn't even attend the draft they should just stay home, that they're pretty much being exploited, and it's not an honor, they're being taken advantage of, blah, blah, blah. And to that, I replied this morning, I wonder how he would think about it if the draft was on Peacock. Yeah. Because I, I bet it would be a big honor then. Oh, He's, big time. He oh, you're on NBC. Like, no one hates ESPN more than Mike Florio. Really? I think that. That is an opinion of mine. I think that anytime like Schefter does anything that's kind of questionable, who's the first person to pounce? Mike Florio. That's a solid point. Mr. I'm going to hide behind my website and tweet things. Mike Florio. But going at some of these guys, it is an honor to me. Like if I were a a prospect and I was getting drafted, I would, I would at least consider going because I do think it's really cool event to have your name be called drafted into the NFL and be able to walk up there and shake the commissioner's hand. Mm-hmm. Like I have no problem with some of these guys. Oh, that are I'm giving stay him home. a big ass hug. Like that would be an exhilarating experience in itself. Not to just give Roger Dell a hug. That's a big like, cry day. To be like walking across the stage, yeah, and like experience that moment, and you're there, and it's like boom, I've reached the like 
the pinnacle of my dream so far. Now let's keep going. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I, I think that Florio is pretty anti certain things. ESPN being one of them. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that this is anybody getting taken advantage of. You're invited to attend. It's not like they're forcing you to attend. <laughs> yeah. They don't say, "Hey, Aiden Hutchinson, you're going to be the number one overall pick. You have to be there for it." Uh, well, Baker Mayfield wasn't there for it, mm-hmm. and I didn't hate on that move at all. If you want to stay home, you want to enjoy that day with your family, so be it. I kind of did. It would be cool. Like I just think it's cool to see the number one pick up there. Like I almost feel like the NFL needs to be aware of who the number one pick is. Like, just directly to the commissioner and be like, okay, invite these, like, group of players. <laughs> yeah. And I do, or, they like, do give talk a list of, like, three people that, you're init- that you might pick at the number one pick mm-hmm. so they can be there. Like, yeah. I do so think that would be cool. Guys like Aiden Hutchinson, he's going to be there. Evan Neal, he's going to be there. Uh, Iki Aquano, he's going to be there. Um, I don't, is Trayvon Walker going to be there? I don't see his name on this list. I do not think so. Kayvon Thibodeau going to be there. Malik Willis going to be there. So I think we're going to see the first overall pick there. I think it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Um, but I do I do also like it when the first pick is there. It kind of makes it feel more official. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's whatever. It's just a preference thing. If I were going to be the first overall pick, I would be there. If there was a chance that I might be pick number 20, I don't know if I'm going. Yeah, like these quarterbacks, Pretty bold I don't know choice if I would have gone. Yeah, like Kenny Pickett, not going to be there. I I would probably do the same thing. Like, hey, there's a chance you might get drafted number six. There's a chance you might not get drafted in the first round. I'm going to keep my ass at home. I'm going to stay there for that one. Or a guy that is going to be there, Matt Corral. That feels a little bit bold for him That's to go. That's where I was going to go. I, I don't Ugh. know if he's a first when round When was pick. the last time you saw a mock draft and your name was in the first round? <laughs> right? So, From like a... <laughs> I'd probably stay home if I were. Yeah, like just... Uh, that is tough. It is cool, though, to see the the amount of offensive linemen that are going to be there, like Charles Cross, Evan Neal. That's going to be really cool. Aquanu, like you said, those guys almost likely look like they're going to be top ten picks. So that's going to be cool. The receivers, I think, is neat, too, with just Chris Olave. I think that'll be fun. Um, I wonder it, why his receiver's not going, or not or his receiver, his teammate, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, probably just another preference thing. And I saw some people tweeting last night. I don't remember who it was. Oh, Garrett Wilson's there. He's going to be there, too. I saw some people last night tweeting of like it, that it's not a good sign that Kenny Pickett's not going to be there because he wasn't invited. I guarantee Kenny Pickett was invited. Mm-hmm. He's decided not to come. So, I mean, this is not just like, hey, we invited these 21 players. These are the 21 accepted invites. Yeah. So I'm sure there were a lot of other players. Even like I said, who was it? Trayvon Walker. I didn't, his name's not on this list. Kenny Pickett, his name's not on the list. Yeah. I'm sure they were invited and decided – now I'm good. Going to stay at home with the family on this one. Already had plans set up. Going to watch it at a super nice Airbnb or something like that. <laughs> but I, I don't hate on it. it it's a cool experience. If I were the number one overall pick, I would go. If there were a chance I fell out of the first round, no. Not going to yeah. be there. Which is tough because even you know some of these guys, their agents are in their ear saying, hey, yeah, you're going to be first round pick. Like, you're top 20. Eh, I don't know. The one that really stands out to me is Matt Corral. That's where I'm stuck at, too, right now. Because, like, it's just going to be so embarrassing if you're sitting there day two, day three. Well, yeah. you're going to be a third-round draft pick, and then you're going to walk up on the stage. Everyone's <laughs> gone. I'm sure he'll be a second-round draft pick. But even that, to be like, oh, i got to come back for day two. Yeah. Wasn't it – I think it was Lamar Jackson that was sitting there for forever. I mean, he was picked 32. Yeah. And there was even discussion of, like – what if he has to come back tomorrow? That would be so embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> That'd be just terrible. him and his mom sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't Or probably. him and his agent, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Business opportunity there. I probably wouldn't if I were some of those guys, but whatever. It's still cool, even if you're drafted in the second round. So let's say Nicobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia. I've actually heard that his name's kind of fallen down the draft board. He might not be a first-round pick. Even if you have to come back for the second round, it's still pretty damn cool to hear the commissioner call your name and go up on that stage. Yeah, because he does it all day two, too, or uh, second round at least. Yeah, I think so. So first and second round, I know he, he clearly does. but mm-hmm. So cool for those 
uh, guys to be able to get to hear their name experience that I don't think they're being taken advantage of. I do think that it is an honor to walk up on that stage and hear your name called. Now, if the NFL wants to throw them a couple bucks, sure. But I don't think they do because the NFL can find enough players that want to be there without paying them. That's I just that's the part that I think is really stupid. Like you can go do stuff and just get like visibility, and you don't have to be paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like especially the NFL draft. This is the dream. Like what? Okay, cool. If you get some extra money, that's awesome. If you get selected here in the first round, you're fucking millionaire. There's your money. A lot of it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Thank you. All you had to do is come sit here, and you got to personally hear your name called directly in front of you mm-hmm. and take a little ferry across this whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, I'm out. Never mind. I'm not doing it. I'm not getting in a fucking boat to hear my name called. Not this year. Catch me boat. next year in Kansas City. You just literally, they're going to have like a pulley, and they're just going to like pull it back and forth. Yep, that's stupid. And it's not even that deep. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Just stand up, Mello. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's three feet of water. <laughs> you are in a koi pond, Michael Scott. Um, I do wonder with that, because they are. You're right. They're taking people across. I don't even know what to call it. Koi pond. I don't know. A fountain? Like, is that? <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. A ditch is what we call it. Hey, it it is actually pretty fucking cool. I wonder how long it's going to take, though. And That's it, what I've been wondering. Eventually, they're like, hey, this is taking too long. Can't do it. Somebody build a bridge real quick. Let these guys cross. Yeah. Because I do think that it might be a little more show. Now, it's the NFL draft, so I'm sure that they've done, like, a couple test runs of, like, hey, this is how long it takes. And the thing with Vegas, too, though, is, like, I know there are going to be people that are there that weekend that are like, freaking NFL drafts going on? I just want to see a damn fountain show. I've been sitting here waiting to see right. this. Or yeah. you're just going to have those showgirls that are just walking around Vegas like they normally do. I mean, you remember It's going to be a surreal experience. When they did the drafts in Nashville and all those... Um, bachelorette parties. Bachelorette parties. Like, we didn't even know what's going on. And that <laughs> God, is legit. this fucking sucks. That is the voice they were using. They're so pissed off that like, all these NFL fans... We've literally flooded. had this planned for like... A month. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea. Their fiance is just sitting at home watching the draft being like, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is the best day ever. Uh. Uh, uh, also, the best day ever is when you go visit Roper Kia, check them out online, look at their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they'll help you find it, even if it is a GMC Canyon off of Craigslist. Hey, yo. They'll help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mic'd Up, they will give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And the best part about the website is there is no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it is not a matter of if. It is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do so with Gunspot.com. I was over here trying to Google Easter facts real quick. Easter fact. What Easter are the facts? Fact. So Jesus died th- on this day. Yeah, he's been laid to rest. Good Friday, yes. And then woke up on Sunday. Yeah. In quotations. So he was like up. hung on Thursday, died on Friday, one, two, rose on the third day. Nice. Good for him. Guess who's back of the week? Jesus. Um, <laughs> also, uh, one of my favorite days, like I said, on the sports calendar, Jackie Robinson Day. I do yeah. love this one. Like we talked about to begin the show, this would be my fourth time going up there for Jackie Robinson Day. I don't think that I've been in any other stadiums for Jackie Robinson Day. But this year, everybody will wear number 42. It's also going to be Dodger Blue 42. I like that. It won't be as noticeable with the Kansas City Royals. But yeah. who do they play tonight? Oh, they play the Tigers. So it won't yeah. be that noticeable there. I saw the Pirates jersey, though. Yeah, it, it which look looked really cool. cool. Yep. And, you know, obviously a lot of other teams wear blue as well. But it's going to be cool to see that Dodger blue on the back of so many uniforms and some of the giveaways and the cool stuff that they do. I'm taking my daughters up there. One thing that's absolutely crazy to me, it's the 75-year anniversary. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, was, that's why, like, when we were doing the radio and we were doing it in the middle of the pandemic and there was a lot of other like protests and stuff going on 
and you know everyone's just wanting change now and now like like get it it's just it's gonna take time like you gotta let some of these old heads like just die you gotta let that mentality die and just move on to a new generation where people are more understanding of it because this was 75 years ago uh-huh like that's insane like my there's a lot of people walking around that remember it yes like that's the thing it's like oh duh, duh, duh. i remember my grandpa being upset about this and what he was saying mm-hmm. i was like <laughs> Don't say that to me because we're about <laughs> right. to get an argument. My dad is like – my father's like 72-ish. Yeah. Which obviously is – it's not that old. But that's my dad. Like my grandparents mm-hmm. very much alive for that. And they your dad's grandparents were like well aware of, uh-huh. and, you know, of like what was happening and taking place. Yeah. Absolutely crazy that it was only 75 years ago. It goes to show how shitty a lot of people were not very long ago. Or yeah. you know a lot of them. Still today, it is really cool, and I love the fact that Major League Baseball retired the number 42. That Not only did they retire it, but every team has kind of come on board of they put 42 up in their retired numbers now. And luckily for me, I know it's a little different for you. I remember all this happening when they announced that 42 would be retired and guys like Mo Vaughn and Mariano Rivera is like, okay, you can wear 42, but when you you retire, nobody else will be able to. Or watching the number 42 go up again across a bunch of different Major League Baseball stadiums. Yeah. And I don't think that was something that was mandated. It was just something that was cool that every team did. And now, like I said, being able to watch that today uh, will be really cool. And, again, one of my favorite days on the calendar. I know there's been talk before of other numbers being retired I don't know how I feel about it. I think it was even LeBron a couple of years ago said 23 should be retired. So that one's kind of close for me, but I also – let's pump the brakes because Michael Jordan being really good at basketball is pretty different than what Jackie Robinson did. Yeah. Or even uh, like guys like Wayne Gretzky, great hockey player, greatest of all time. Like I don't think anybody's debating that one. I don't follow a lot of hockey though. Mm-hmm. But what Jackie Robinson did was special. So I don't think we need to be out here retiring every number. I think we actually – we get a little little happy with some of these retirements that take place. 100%. So I, I believe it's the Miami Heat that have 23 retired for Michael Jordan. No. And they have uh, Shaq's jersey. Yeah. Retired. He played there for like two years. There is a team that Michael Jordan did not play for that has the number 23 retired. I think it's your Miami. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Heat have six retired jersey numbers. Number three by Dwayne Wade, 33 by Alonzo Mourning, number 10 by Tim Hardaway Sr., number one, Chris Bosh, number 23, worn by Michael Jordan, who has never played for the Heat, and then the mm-hmm. number 32, worn by Shaquille O'Neal. Also... <laughs> Chris Bosch? Like, come on. <laughs> um, Chris Bosch was because he, like, medically had to retire. Again. Like, almost died on the court. He was sick. Uh-huh. We really need to retire his number because he, he, he was died. a great Heat. He was a great Heat player. <laughs> he was a good Heat player. Yeah. He won a championship. They don't win the finals without Chris Bosch. A, yeah, lot, of people, a lot of people <laughs> overlooked that. I'm dead serious. So I am a full believer and supporter of Chris Bosch's number being uh-huh. retired. You don't beat the Spurs in Game Six if because Chris. Well, so should they retire Ray rebound. Allen's jersey too? Because they don't win a title without Ray Allen. Ray Allen doesn't get the shot if it's not for Chris Bosh. <laughs> tell you that. Right. So we just retired his. The Miami Here's Heat the, probably going to. They retired number twenty three for Michael Jordan. That's one of the dumbest things that I've ever seen. Well, LeBron was six in Miami, so maybe that's it. But he was six because they had already retired twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> You can't wear it. They retired it. Boom roasted. I, like, and here's the other thing. It's like, if there's a number you do want to retire in basketball, what about Bill Russell? He's won like, the most championships. Wilt Chamberlain, number 13. Bill Russell was number six. So LeBron goes from number 23 to number six. What a coincidence. Hmm. The ultimate bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would, should Wilt Chamberlain maybe be retired or Russell or Bill Russell, excuse me? Because they have like the Bill Russell MVP trophy like for most valuable player who I don't think wins so. the finals or finals MVP, excuse me. The Celtics retiring his jersey? Awesome. Definitely should be. Yeah. Retiring any number across sports, I think is almost a slap in the face to Jackie Robinson. So I say no. I say yeah. don't do it. Even with twenty three I think twenty three in basketball is the closest or ninety nine in hockey, but let's be real, most of us don't care about hockey. 
Yeah. 99 in hockey, though, would be kind of cool because, I mean, he just absolutely dominated that sport. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't feel like, you know, it's really gotten close. Like, no, it's just I, insane. When you look at Wayne Gretzky's stats, it's like, Jesus. I couldn't even do this in a video game on easy mode. Eliminate. You can, like, eliminate, uh, like, half of his, one of his stats. I don't remember what it is because, again, who cares about hockey? And he's still, like, the all-time leader in it if you just divide by two. Stupid how yeah because how dominant he was. You get points in hockey like even off assists. Yeah, so it's yeah. if you eliminate all his goals, he's still the points leader. Yeah, which dude's a hell of a passer. LeBron's like, damn, <laughs> wish I could do that. Yeah, imagine eliminating all of LeBron's points, and it's like, but you're still the, <laughs> the whatever points leader, the goals leader. It would be cool to see how many points basketball players have off of assists. Like, how many points is John Stockton or, like, Chris Paul reliable for because of assists? Like, that would be a stat that would be cool to know. Yeah. They should keep track of that one. Like, how many of them are twos versus threes and stuff yeah. like that. That would be just a cool little number yep. to be able to tally. My up. passing ability has gotten over, you know, 20,000 points in my career. It's like, God damn. Mm-hmm. How many did you score? Ten. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, like, some uh, Trey Young, he was the assist leader. Maybe we start looking at total points off those assists and not just points per game. Look at that. Except for it's the NBA, so they're just going to do points per game for everything or <laughs> per game for everything, which makes no sense to me. Again, football-minded guy here. But with the jersey retirements, I think it is hilarious. I also want to – do the Heat have number 13 retired? 13, no. I thought they had some wild ones. Because I thought they retired Dan Marino's number as well. I'm going to look just <laughs> in case. Because they do. They have some dumb ones. And I thought it was Dan Marino in the, the heat. They were like, yep, we're going to go ahead and retire that one. I wouldn't be surprised if they had Yes, it is. It is a thing. The Heat hung Dan Marino's Miami Dolphins jersey in the fucking rafters. Somebody needs to t- just call the Heat and be like, hey, you guys fucking suck. Like, this is stupid. Take down 23, take down 13. And by the way, take down one while you're up there. <laughs> you have secondhand embarrassment because... You're 100%. <laughs> yeah, my favorite team in the NBA is retired a football player's jersey. Yeah. Fucking morons. My, in one hey, of my, number one in the East, though. <laughs> suck up on that. I don't care. They're doing <laughs> right. things the right way. They're just – they're leader of the packs. You know what I mean? Don't follow sheep. Be your own wolf. Enjoy it. Uh, Jimmy Butler probably going to get his number retired as well because that's just what they, they do win, in Miami. If they win a finals, guarantee it. <laughs> hey, man, Bam out of bio. Is Bam out of bio's number 13? So Still got Dan Marino up there, though. <laughs> it's not officially re- okay. It's it's not officially retired, but they did hang Dan Marino's Miami Dolphin thirteen in the rafters. That is just silly. That one is that one. That one. What's worse, thirteen or twenty three for the Miami <laughs> Heat? A player that never played for you but did play your sport, or a player that never played your sport but did. Live in your city. So I'm going to make in, that one a Twitter poll later today. Like as soon as I have time. Is this recent on the Heat retiring number 23? It can't be that recent because I remember it. I remember talking about it on a podcast or radio or something and being like, are you fucking serious? 13? And seeing the, the Michael Jordan one as well. I'm looking up why they hung his freaking... It probably says, like, actor Dan Marino for his movie <laughs> experience, too. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it's just because he left enough of an impact on the city for the Heat to put his jersey in the rafters. <laughs> right. You're going to get James Harden's 13 up there, too, when he visits some of these strip clubs down in Miami? If James Harden comes to the Miami Heat, what's up? Him and Jimmy Butler are going to murder each other. Yeah, I don't think that would happen. Seems pretty happy. In Philadelphia. But give it a year, and then we'll see how happy he really is. Um, Also had some baseball news last night, and I wanted to ask you about this one. Uh, Vlad Guerrero, we talked about him the other day. He went like four for four with three home runs. And then I said last night, Vlad Guerrero, where's the golden sombrero? Mm -hmm. You says to me, what's the golden sombrero? 
And I said, yes. So I didn't tell you, and I hope you didn't Google it. I didn't. I, you told me to wait until <laughs> we could guess them on the show so I can get roasted for it. Uh-huh. So and Big Country go. is going to guess what the golden sombrero is, which is uh, maybe something that not a lot of other people know. Yeah. Well. I'm assuming he, you know, he had a big game. You hit three home runs, and then it's like the next day you go 0 for 4. Mm-hmm. Which you're close. Is it because you just hit three home runs so you get to wear the golden sombrero? Or? No. Mm, I've... It has to do with last night's game. Last night's game. I feel like I need Jeopardy music in here. He went 0 for 4 last night. Yes. And wore the golden sombrero. It's one of those old baseball scenes. Mm -hmm. He struck out four times. Ah. Is the golden sombrero. Do I know why they say that? I don't. I was going to say, well, either that makes no sense to me. No fucking So if you strike out four times, not three or two, just four. It it sounds like something that would be cool. Like he should have worn the golden sombrero. After three three home home runs. runs. Yeah. But it's when you strike out four times in a game, and he was able to do that. Also, I don't know if you saw this one last night. Albert Pujols tried to steal third base. I saw this video, (laughs) and I thought it was like, honestly, just maybe this is wrong and I'm stupid. I thought it was, like, from a minor league game. I thought it was, like, from a Japanese game. Like, why is this incredibly slow guy or high school kid trying to steal third base? And then I'm like, wait a tick. That's a cardinal. What would you just say? Wait a tick. Have you not heard that either? Wait a tick. Why the fuck are you waiting a tick? tick? of the clock. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a tick. That's new. Sorry, Words with big country. <laughs> but it was Albert Pujols, one of the slowest runs from second to third base I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. There what is he was no pep in that step whatsoever. He and he didn't even get a good jump because it's not like oh, pitcher throws to home, catcher throws to third. The pitcher out of the corner of his eyes, like, is there something moving back there? I think I might feel something moving back there. That's about how long it took. And then he realizes it and just tosses the ball to third. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you thinking? One you of the get- greatest hitters of all time. You're trying to steal third? You're 42 years old. <laughs> Lightly tosses him the ball, and they tag him out at third base. Just another little funny funny thing that happened last night in Major League Baseball. Oh, I, I thought it was hilarious. And the fact, like, why is he, was he given a steal sign? Right, or I don't creep out there a little bit further. Grandpa Albert Pools. He was <laughs> and the way that he runs too. The way that he's running, he's like, I gotta get that, I gotta get that, I gotta get that. <laughs> why does he run like most shrew? Why does why do players do that? Where they stop moving like their bicep, their upper. I love arm. how flat his hands are. Like they're <laughs> yeah. just solid, like aerodynamic, slicing through the air. But it's slice, like slice, his slice. his biceps stay still, and he's only bending his elbow. Right. I think you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you are oh, one man. of the greatest athletes. To ever play your sport, and that's your running form? <laughs> also, those legs are barely moving. His oh, hips yeah. are hurting this morning. He's thinking, why the hell did I try to do that? Well, His Albert slide was the that. most athletic part of yeah, that. Slide wasn't too bad. And he came up short of the back because he's like, I'm not even going to extend out for this. <laughs> right. you got to yeah. go all out here. And the fact the pitcher almost overthrew the third baseman is also hilarious. Because he's probably still stunned like, holy shit. <laughs> This man is running towards third base. This is really happening right now. Like, Albert, what is you doing? <laughs> Just Could you imagine second, if dude. he would have stolen the base? Like, holy cow, mm-hmm. that would have been hilarious. I thought I saw that he's been actually pretty successful in his last couple steal attempts. That he had like 14 straight, just because obviously that probably took him 14 years. But that he's very <laughs> picky on when he'll do it. So I guess that he just thought, like, oh, I'll creep out there, I'll creep out there a bit. We don't need Albert Pools trying to steal any bases this year, though. That's not your role in this team. That's yeah, not what you just, do here, baby. Just hang out. Do your thing. <laughs> Chill on second. Right. Or maybe hop into Club 609. Take a look at that happy hour that they have planned for you. From 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, one of the best happy hours I've ever experienced on Saturdays. If you find yourself in Joplin, Missouri, their happy hour runs from 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. with two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Go check them out at Club 609. 
Bingo, bingo. Next up, you guys should check out Downtown Lube right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com. That is downtownlube.com. Also, it is not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you're going to need that oil change in those tire servers. So get that done and taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. Let's update people in the chat. What's going on in there? If you're not live with us at 10 a.m. Central Time here in the Colin app, you definitely should be because that's where the jokes happen. There are so many that I'll read and I'll be like, that's funny, but we don't talk about it. We don't comment uh-huh. on it. But we, we have started a Google Sheet. I have started a Google Sheet. <laughs> and Brooke Squinn even says we need another sheet for the sayings, phrases that country hasn't heard. And I agree with that because so mm-hmm. many times now I'll say something and you're like, wait, what? what is that? What does that even mean? Ducks off the water's back. Water <laughs> off the duck's back. <laughs> Dumbass. Duck off the water's back. <laughs> uh, water's shape now. Has a back. But she didn't know that. Another one. <laughs> I talk for a fucking living. How do I do this? <laughs> the look on your face was worse than the same. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You look so disappointed. <laughs> I am. That is the, just... <sighs> the shame and embarrassment that you felt on that one. <laughs> uh, it's fun, though. We're having fun yeah. here. <laughs> and we're right having up. fun. <laughs> Football is fun. Sir, we're going to have a little fun on these Fridays, too. Um, We used to power rank things all the time on previous podcasts and things that I've done. And I wanted to bring it back because it's just a little fun little Friday thing to do. So we're calling it Five for Friday. And I love it when our our listeners get involved. Give us some ideas. What do you want us to power rank? What do you want to hear our top fives? Again, calling it Five for Friday. And today we're doing Easter candy. I have a pretty hot take. I think Easter candy... Way better than Halloween candy. One hundred percent. You want to know why? Because it's filled with the love of Jesus Christ and not the devil. It's also <laughs> spring. So right. Yeah. Tell me you were raised in a cult without telling me you were raised in a cult. This this candy. <laughs> How right dare here, you put on a costume and this praise candy the devil? Brought Jesus back from the dead. Uh-huh. And that candy from the devil just makes you feel sad and lonely. Makes you not who you really are. You have to dress up in a costume to be something else to bring you happiness. This candy says, we're Starburst jelly beans. Eat it however you want. Right. <laughs> Dressed up for the Lord. This is blessed with the blood right of the Lamb. after eating some bread and drinking some wine. Blood of uh-huh. Jesus Christ. And this, this, one, this is a drinking holiday, right? With the wine? You know, I don't know. I've always been never really understood that because my church was like, no drinking. Grape, <laughs> well, not. just grape juice, all right? We got kids in here. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's so fresh. We're gonna actually we're gonna let you watch us pour it, so you know, under no circumstances could this possibly be wine. The first time I went to a Catholic church was for Easter, and it was one hell of an experience. The amount of up downs that they do in a Catholic church is amazing. You have to be in shape. Like, yeah, you really have to. Like, you cannot be an out of shape Catholic, or you are having a workout in church, mm-hmm. and then you have to be on top of the game. Because the, the priest or the father, someone will say something, and then the whole congregation's like, we love God at the same time, like right back to him. And it's like, whoo, didn't know that was supposed to be said. Well, it's like in other religions, if I say God is good, you say. All the time. Exactly. So All like, the time. Yeah, it's, it's all religion. Say back, all the time. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, come on. I remember going to God a Catholic good. church. Uh, raised Baptist, this good old boy, going to a Catholic church the first time. And the girlfriend that I was with was like, hey, like I get it. You're not Catholic. Don't worry about it. You don't have to do all the, the things that we do. I, and I didn't know what that meant. I, was yeah, like, I yeah, tried to like, go to the holy water and got like yanked out of it. Like, you're not Catholic. I was like, huh? <laughs> right. And for me, she's like, you don't have to take communion or anything like that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, sure. But I didn't know about all the, the kneeling and things like that mm-hmm. either. But so first Neil comes around, she's like, hey, Jake, don't feel obligated. And I'm like, I'm not going to be the only motherfucker sitting oh, in a pew no while joke. everybody else is on a knee. Like, yeah. like this they're is like looking a football around. injury. Like, everybody else takes a knee, and I'm the only one standing up. Like, ah, oh, fuck this kid. I don't respect that. So, yeah, I'm going to take a knee. 
Look across congregation, there's that other dad sitting there. He's like, what's up, (laughs) heathen bros? (laughs) Right, me and the other Baptists that are like, what's up? No (laughs) needs for us. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) We good. Uh, We are going to talk about and celebrate Easter because he has risen. Not yet, but he will. On Sunday. Yeah, Monday, he's back. Guess who's back? Jesus. Jesus is back. Back again. Um, We are going to rake the top five Easter candies, though. Like I said, all-time great holiday here because, obviously, the religious aspect of it, too. But also, the candy. And going to give you our top five. Let's start with number five, though. My number five best Easter candy is the Reese's Pieces Carrots. They come in a little package. They're all orange. I make sure... or. Pardon me. The Easter Bunny makes sure to bring those to my house every year. Mm -hmm. And I made myself an Easter basket this year. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yep. Daddy got an Easter basket this year. Have the girls done Easter with you before? Mm, Yep. (laughs) Have you gotten a basket before? uh -uh. (laughs) We're changing up the game. (laughs) See how much. It's been real good this year. Easter Bunny (laughs) thought, yep, we'll give him one too. Right? Yeah. So um, this year I'm getting an Easter basket. (laughs) And it's going to be really fun. Oh, One of the things scary. that I have in there is Reese's Pieces Carrots. And that's number five for me. Uh, what's number five for you, Big Country? Number five for me is going to be the Butterfinger eggs. Um, it might be a little different. I just – I like Butterfingers. <laughs> I do. I just kind of hate them because they get, like, stuck in your teeth at times. And you guys sit mm-hmm. there and, like, pick them out. But other than that, like, for Easter, it's not my top. You know, that's why I have it right here at five. But it's one of those ones where I see in the basket and I'm like, let's go. I don't know that I've ever had a Butterfingers – Egg. They're pretty good. I used to like Butterfingers as a kid because of Bart Simpson. Oh. That's the only – you don't even remember the Butterfingers. I've, this is probably going to sound like a silly question. Have Butterfingers like always been around your entire childhood? Yeah. So for me, it reached a point where I hadn't heard of them, and I did, and I thought they were like a new thing. And I was like, <laughs> man, this new candy fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then hey. they came out with that secret. This is the reason Have I asked. candy bars been a thing your whole life? <laughs> All right, buddy, old pal. <laughs> I'm 34 years old. <laughs> the, 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 the it's like talking just, to my children. The Butterfingers in, in, in specific here because I remember when Snickers came out with their peanut butter brand and they did like the whole marketing thing with like sharks. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's awesome. So I didn't know if it was the same thing with the Butterfinger. And Snickers was like, ooh, we have to get on the peanut butter. Yes, that is too. exactly what happened. Snickers was like, we need to dip into the Butterfingers realm. We're going to yeah. steal it from them. Yeah, Butterfingers has been around since like my whole life. Okay. Yeah. Um, number four for me, I'm going <laughs> with a specific one, the Hershey's eggs, the little ones. The little eggs that you have to unwrap in the little aluminum foil, mm-hmm. those are another one that I make sure I get. So that's how the Butterfingers come. So, like, they're just in those little aluminum balls, too. Yeah. yeah. Or Which, foil, excuse me. Yeah. That's a, a staple uh, for the parents that are listening to this. You have to ha- throw in a couple little eggs, which apparently this rabbit just comes along, shits out these eggs, and then we're like, hey, that's cool. Easter Bunny, does he eats the candy? She, they eat the candy? Then they poop it out, and we're just supposed to collect it and then crack it open and eat it? That's the myth that these dumb fucking kids believe. <laughs> Mine included. <laughs> I never heard that, that. If someone would have told me, like, yo, the Easter Bunny pooped these out, I'd be like, I have a bunny. Their poop does not look like this, and my bunny also dies. So. <laughs> and they don't lay eggs. They are mammals. Yeah. I'm going to end this their tradition poop, this year. Their poops look like little, like, egg balls. They're, You've seen a rabbit poop. My children are learning about Easter in the tree. Rabbits poop so much, by the way. Like goats? Yeah, and deer, too. Yep. Deer poop looks like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Hershey's eggs coming in at number four for me. Yeah, yeah. You? Uh, I'm going to go with the Reese's Peanut Butter Bunny, uh, the one that's a little bit bigger. I really like that. I feel like if I get one of those and I take it out of the box... I kind of take my time with it. I remember getting it as a kid and thought it was like a luxury item because we didn't get it every year. So I was like, mm-hmm. Dad must have done good on work this year because look at this. <laughs> right. I would like take a bite of it, put it back in the box and set it aside and be like, all right, only for the big <laughs> moments. It was gone <laughs> in two days. <laughs> I also uh, grew up kind of poor to where it would be like, I wonder if we're getting anything for Easter this year. And those days that we did, the Easter's that we did, it was like, hell yeah. Also, <laughs> why am I awake so fucking early and I have to go to church now? Yep. 
which is not the thoughts because, again, back to a previous episode, I was a really good kid growing up. Then I got to high school and things changed for me. Uh, number three, I'm going with a specific one. It's the hollow Easter bunny that you can get. I don't care what brand. Russell Stover's, Hershey's, Dove, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Give me that hollow one. I don't want that big thick one that's going to hurt my jaw. That's what she said. I want that hollow one that is like easily broken. I can break off like an ear and be like, oh, look. I'm a, then I'm going after its head. I'm dressing it down until I get to the feet. But it's the hollow Easter bunnies. So do you one. do you rip it apart with your hands and as you do it or do you take a bite out of it? Ooh, I don't know. I Because that's way. why I don't like the hollow ones because I just like to take – I don't like to have to like pull it apart with my because then I get like chocolate on my fingers mm-hmm. and then it turns into a mess where it's like I thought I licked all the chocolate off and I go to like at my t- at that time wipe the hair out of my way like out of my face and I got rubbed chocolate across my head and I look like freaking Simba all of a sudden. Do you mean you're, you're on the top of your head? Like no, I'd kind of just like you'd start – your forehead. your forehead and wave over and it would just <laughs> chocolate on your finger yeah i thought you meant like your beard like you said you had to get the hair out of the way it's like this is a problem for your beard you meant the hair on top of your head that you yeah you just kind of get your hair out of the way yeah. i had long nice hair when i had hair <laughs> i just yeah. looked at pictures like on facebook like my facebook memories and my grandma did like a whole like oh these are my grandbabies love them so much mm-hmm. and like there's all these pictures of me in high school and i'm like jesus look at all that hair it's luscious. It's, it's died, and it has not risen. It's all moving down. Yeah. 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 It's on my upper arm and shoulders So you're, now. A, you're a solid Hot. Easter Bunny guy. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. What's number three on your list? Uh, number three for me is jelly beans. I don't even care what kind of jelly beans. Starburst jelly beans, I feel like, have been on a, a giant rise as of late. I never really got the Starburst jelly beans when I was younger, so it's been kind of Okay, so new. let me stop you right there. When's the last time you had a Starburst jelly bean? Probably two years ago for Easter. Two years ago? They are a game mm, changer. No, three or four years ago. It's been a minute since I've had an Easter. Make yourself an Easter basket. Get yourself some jelly beans. Starburst. That My Easter basket has three different variations of Starburst jelly beans. The original, the reds only, and now there's like a berry one. Mm. Three different variations. That's what your Easter basket has? Mm-hmm. Start with the Starburst original, though. Those are the best jelly beans that are out there. I'm not a jelly bean guy. Starburst I jelly beans. I freaking love jelly beans. I've just never really had the Starburst ones. I don't remember what brand we always got. Get like, the Starburst one. My mom would buy the freaking Starburst and just dump them in the fucking basket. So yeah, you have to sit there and get through like all the grass or whatnot, and you get yep. to the bottom. It's like, there's all my Easter eggs. You know what you won't find in my Easter basket this year? That fake or my fucking jelly beans, grass. Excuse me. Stupid! It's so annoying. It That's costs like a dollar fifty. Why are we putting it in there? Because it's just a staple of freaking Easter. You know why we do it is because we've always done it. There's no reason for it. You're damn it's right. It is completely unnecessary. And I'm going to keep doing it. The only thing it does is hide candy that you want to eat. You know, like you go to throw it away, and you're like, "Oh, here's a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's cool. Wish I could have had this two weeks ago." <laughs> That's experiences of a father. But, I mean, you talk about jelly beans. Starburst jelly beans specifically come in at number two for me. I love the shit out of of the Starburst jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Other brands I don't care for. You get the Starburst ones, that's a game changer. So you're a Starburst only guy? On the jelly beans, yes. Gotcha. I'm, the other ones, are, like, they're decent, they're okay. No one lives up to that Starburst type. <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it. I'll try it this week, and I'll make myself an Easter basket, take a picture, and post it for you guys. Probably in the mic'd up community. There uh, you go. Yeah, we'll we have a mic'd there. up community now. Yep. Which on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've not just built like uh, he's got a house. We well, got a house. <laughs> uh, my number two was the Reese's eggs. Uh, those are just phenomenal. I love it when Reese's comes out with the different designs. I feel like the the Reese's egg is the best Reese's F is out there. It's the it's the OG. Yeah. Like now, even like in the fall, they'll put out like Reese's footballs. They'll do the Christmas mm-hmm. trees. There's probably like a four leaf clover one that they put out. I can remember a time back in my day when they invented the Butterfinger, and also you could only get Reese's eggs one time a year. Mm-hmm. It was for Easter. I think you can even get like Reese's turkeys now. What? Is your turkeys? I think I've seen that before. Maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't put it past them. You got to make. Or maybe it's the fact they're selling Easter Christmas trees, or sorry, the Reese's Christmas trees in like fucking October. 
You can hand those babies out for Halloween if you want to. But that's my number one. I, I think that's the best candy of possibly all time is a Reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter egg. Fantastic. So that's your number one? That is my numero uno. My, I, uh, kinda, I honestly, I, I don't know why you have it as two. I'm sorry. I, just, I can get on board that, with that's a lot fine. of things. Because for me, I like the, the Reese's carrots. Like the Reese's pieces in the little carrot package. Uh-huh. I thought, I remember when I first got that for Easter, I was like, this is so fucking cool. It looks like a carrot. You open up the package, all Reese's pieces. Like the same thing in Halloween. Like when you give me the candy and a cane, that is awesome. <laughs> Bro, tell the truth. What? Candy and a cane? Yeah. As of like last week, you still had Christmas candy on your desk. No, I came from my car. I had to go get my car. My car needed work. Oh, on yeah. For- Say less. Honestly, Even better. I forgot you have a fucking refrigerator in your car that's just keeping this chocolate. Yeah, it's called Outside Winter, dog. <laughs> Jesus. It's been four months. I forgot it was in there. <laughs> you were eating it, though. <laughs> I was going to. I thought even- about it. <laughs> I, I had to eat a piece it. yet. I, honestly, it was put in my trunk with all my Christmas gifts, and I forgot. It had kind of fallen in a little, like, spot directly when you open the trunk where you can't see unless you kind of like lean in and look like where the umbrella sits too right in my trunk so i didn't see it so i brought it in I was like fuck yeah i'm gonna have me some reese's and i was like mm, that's a bad idea right. this is squishy it was snickers actually <laughs> but reese's cares the fact are my that you freaking forgot favorite. it in your trunk acceptable happens to everybody yep. i forgot an entire load of christmas presents were in my trunk one time and i've told that story before i thought hey I should buy my daughters more Christmas presents because this is clearly not enough. Went out to my trunk after buying a shitload more Christmas presents and found the rest of them. (laughs) So finding the candy, not a big deal. Thinking about eating the candy, questionable. Yeah, I'm judging myself on that. (laughs) You even had to turn around and look like, is that still on my desk? (laughs) I I watched you do it. Because you were looking beside me like it was. I was like, I thought I took them out. <laughs> right. I thought I put them in the trash. <laughs> like two days ago. Not yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, let's not act ago. like this was a week ago, Austin. This was uh, this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it for us today. Um, happy Easter. Uh, today, uh, celebrate the death of Jesus. Do we celebrate it? We do. You just acknowledge that this sacrifice. is when he died. Yeah. Yep. So yep. celebrate that. Good Friday. Today. Uh, put the blood on your door or whatever. Mm-hmm. N- yes? Mm, no. No? Okay. Well, maybe TBD what? later. Man, you're confusing me. Holiday. Also, speaking of religion, your tweet the other day about the whales, that the response to me, <laughs> I was crying laughing. <laughs> Fuck uh, that. Have you read the Bible? Oh, my God. That was what a phenomenal response. <laughs> my very religious mother is going to see me on Sunday. I hope she hasn't listened to this week of the podcast. <laughs> I've made too many oh. religious jokes for a man that grew up in a very religious household. <laughs> That's it. You're going back to church. Yeah, tonight. my mom <laughs> liked that tweet of, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Have you read the Bible? It's like, I might have to answer to that on Sunday. Oh. So if I'm not here on Monday, mama kicked my ass for using the F word again. Uh, but that is it for us today. We appreciate you guys and hope you enjoy your Easter weekend. Big country and I will be back on Monday. Same time, same channel right here at 10 a.m. Central time. And the call-in app. We thank you guys for joining us. Talk to you all on Monday.